going to get into a conversation now with a very exciting guest to the show, Minister of Innovation, Science and Industry. The Honorable Francois-Philippe Champagne is joining the show. Minister, thank you so much for making the time. Really appreciate it. Well, I love the energy. I mean, a bit of champagne in your show. I mean, how can it get better? You know, I was I was told that I had to be extra bubbly when I was talking to you just to really <laughs> lean in. To the name. I love the energy. I was watch, I was listening to the music and I say, wow, that's the level of energy we want to see. This is good. Good, yeah. good to be in town. Good to be in town. That's why I understand. In studio. Yeah, well, I understand you are a very, obviously, very, very busy man, but you are here in our province and in yes. Edmonton, so I understand. So is is sure. the purpose of this visit to meet some of the new cabinet members and to sort of start building those relationships? What's the what's the mission of this trip? Well, yeah, that that's part of the mission. The other mission, listen, we're hosting the board of Dow uh, here in Edmonton. A few months ago, I went to see Dow, uh, the big chemical company in Midland, uh, in Michigan, and, and uh, you know, they're looking at a huge project in Fort Saskatchewan. We're talking about $11 billion. That would be the, the greenest ethylene plant uh, in the world, indeed. So I, I put it to the CEO at the time, Jim, I said, why don't you bring the whole board in Canada so that, uh, you know, we can make the case, because I think we have the best workers, we have the technologies, we have the markets, we have everything uh, for you to succeed. And he took me up on that. So today we're hosting the board of Dow. Uh, globally, they're all flying in uh, to be with us. So that's part of uh, the mission today. It's Team Canada making, uh, putting our best foot forward. And obviously, like you said, reaching out to a number of provincial colleagues because my job is to get things done. And, and obviously, we can only do that when we work together. So work well with Premier Kenny at the time. We'll work with uh, Premier Smith and, and Minister Boisson, obviously, which is the big voice of um, you know of alberta and ottawa so we're working end in end to make things happen but a lot of good things on the horizon well your job encompasses a lot as i said you're the minister of innovation science and industry and i think what falls in line with that is a question that i have about something that's been going on here close to home in the city of st albert so st albert mm-hmm. was supposed to be outfitted with uh telus fiber optic networks they began the rollout and now because of ottawa's huawei technology ban that rollout has stopped so i know you've made statements on this in the past but i'm curious to get your your insight on the ban itself can you expand on that decision and what it's all about Sure. Well, this is, you know, our, our, our network is the backbone of our future prosperity. So uh, when you're looking at that, you have to use caution and, and, and being eyes wide open. So we, we made the decision, a bit like uh, all our partners, the Americans, uh, the Brits, Australia, New Zealand, uh, uh, to decide not to have them in our core system. Because, you know, as you might imagine, we're in 4G, but in the days of 5G, you want to make sure that these networks will be protected. And we've seen all sorts of things these days with respect to interference and other things. So, uh, you know, you want to be working with trusted partner. And we decided that when it comes to one of our most critical infrastructure, I'd put it, is our telecom uh, infrastructure, uh, we, we need to use caution. Uh, we need to be prudent. And that, that was the basis of the decision we took at the time to uh, uh, to say that, um, you know, we will not allow them in, in our 5G network in Canada. You mentioned some of our uh, um, some of our counterparts that are doing something very similar, um, mm-hmm. like the U.S., the U.K., Australia. They're all on board with doing with executing a similar ban. But it's been criticized that Canada has moved a little bit slow on this and that we've been dragging our feet. Can you speak to that? Um, I would say, we, listen, we want to you want to take 
the decision that will be right. I mean, you know, on one end you want speed, but you want to make the right decision. Just for the, you know, the question you're asking me, just justify what you need to think about that carefully because when you take a decision like that, it has an impact across the nation. So I was saying at the time, uh, obviously you want to go fast, but above all, you want to make the right decision. And that's why we consulted with the intelligence agency uh, because you don't take a decision like that lightly. Uh, the, the case you mentioned uh, required us to reflect on that. We took the right decision, uh, which, like you said, is in line with our allies and partners around the world. Uh, but I would say uh, I think people understood before that this was the direction we were going. And, and already you could see around the nation uh, people were not using that kind of technology in 5G networks. So I would say on one end people have seen that even before. Uh, we formalize uh, our decision on that. Yeah, I, certainly the pace is what's playing into this yeah. th- kind of now this this battle between Telus and Ottawa. Telus now blaming Ottawa's ban on the Huawei tech for pausing its fiber optic network, and then now Ottawa suggesting that Telus should have been better prepared <laughs> to handle this. So, well, I, I mean, do you see reparations that are going to be done to try to smooth this over in these communities that are left with with little listen, connectivity? I think it'd be fair to say if you ask the average Canadian, I think we would say our telcos. Have, have enough money to deal with that by themselves. Uh, I think if you ask people in the street, they would say that uh, they, they can certainly do that. Different companies decided differently how they would roll that out, but I would say it was well understood, I would say, before we formalized the decision that people should be very prudent with that. Mm-hmm. And because they had seen, to your point, they had seen similar decision in other countries, uh, our allies, United States, the United Kingdom, uh, taking severe decisions. So I would, I, I would, I would put it that they, that did not come as a surprise. I would say to to many of the uh, uh, CEOs of the telecommunication companies in the country. Minister Champagne, when I think innovation, I think about, you know, what's happening next and burgeoning technologies mm. like AI. And we've talked a lot yeah. about this on our show. I'm sure my producer right now oh, is rolling good. her eyes because we talk about it so much. But good. there have been some responsible AI rules that have been drafted by European Parliament. And I'm curious to see what what Canada is doing in a similar vein. What do those conversations look like? How are we trying to make sure that we are preparing ourselves to use this technology responsibly as it continues to roll out really quickly? Well, I appreciate it. I, I think I should come on your show more often uh, because, you know, we've been talking with the, actually Canada and the United States and the European Union are the ones drafting uh, the text of what they call the new voluntary code. You know, there, there's been a talk about a code that would be voluntary because the reality is the same thing in Canada and the United, uh, well, in, in, in the European Union in particular, is that you know that in Canada we have a bill sitting in the House, mm-hmm. uh, which would have been the first one in the world if we, and I always say to my colleagues on both sides uh, of the aisle, let's make sure we do that quickly because, first of all, we're going to protect children, but also because in that bill, uh, what we call the digital charter, we give more power to the people with respect to their data. But above all, to your question, we have a framework to regulate AI which would have been the first one in the world. Now, the European Parliament voted for something, but uh, the laws that will come in the different states, the 27 states, I think that's probably 2026. I think we're going to get there before them. That's certainly my hope, and I'm pushing my conservative colleagues, say, guys, we really need to get that done. But before that, we're talking to our G7 partners 
particularly our, our American friends. I was in Washington recently. We, we worked on the draft with the Americans and Europeans so that we're likely to have a voluntary code of conduct before because, to your point, a lot of folks have been really concerned when they see uh, chat GPT and, and you know, the how we're going to protect particularly Canadians but also our children. So mm. things are going very, very fast. Dr. Sutton here in, in Alberta is one of the uh, key leaders. We've been working with Joshua Benjo, which also is uh, one of the father of AI. So we're, we're at the forefront of the discussion. We've just been less vocal maybe than others. We, uh, you know, I'm more of the one who likes to work and then announce. So, But it's coming soon, and, and maybe we, we should do that together more often so I can update you. But we're working on that. Uh, with our friends, and I hope we can come to something very quickly. Well, I'm interested to talk about it whenever you have the time <laughs> to be available for the show. Um, Minister Champagne, the rest of your trip then, um, you, you mentioned it's you're going to be working with Dow Chemical, and then what else are you going to be working on? Listen, Dow is until 10 p.m., so I'm not sure, and I just flew <laughs> in at 2, so I'm not sure how much more I can squeeze in, but put it this way, I, I think uh, you'll see me more and more in the province. Last time I was, I was here, Folks may have seen that we announced uh, Heidelberg or Lehigh Cement, as, as, as we call it here. Uh, we'll have the first uh, green cement plant in the world, about $1.3 billion of investment. And before that, you, you probably saw that uh, Edmonton is the city which is going to have the largest hydrogen plant in North America. So mm-hmm. uh, I think that uh, the world recognized that the skills of the people here, uh, the access to natural resources, uh, the energy that we have, the access to market, it's putting us in a place where, where we can win, and we can win big. And today is about winning and making sure that we work with our provincial colleagues to try to bring uh, the Dow project across the finishing line and, and convincing their board that this is the place to be. Uh, I certainly believe uh, we are the best jurisdiction uh, to win in the economy of the 21st century. But it starts with the folks we have. You know, We have some of the best trades people in the world. Uh, some of the most advanced knowledge when it comes to AI in the province, and, and a can-do attitude that you don't find in so many places in the world. So I'm very bullish, very bullish. A lot going on here and a lot that we could talk about, but unfortunately that is all the time that we do have with you today. I know you have a very busy schedule, so I'll let you get to it. Thank you for making You're the time. You're very kind. Well, I look forward already to come back and I've not even left. So let's make sure next time I come see you in studio. Glad to have you anytime. Thanks, Minister. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. YouTube. That's Honorable Francois Philippe Champagne, Minister of Innovation, Science, and Industry.